0: Welcome to Live with Dom Marie podcast here at Dom Marie Healthy and Fit, where we bring you incredible episodes every single week. Today's podcast is extra special. We are in the ring with Bobcat Moretti. Every Wednesday, you will have a live interview from the Instagram of Bobcat Moretti in the movie Bobcat Moretti. Today's special guest coming onto our show is harlan he is a multiple sclerosis patient and an amazing warrior and brother to all of us who live with this disease stay tuned for harlan to come on the live show and podcast with us you
1: are amazing thank you one second i'm hearing you low for some reason
0: oh, okay go ahead and turn it on up and then we can get this party started Thank you everybody for joining in today and supporting this Instagram page as well as supporting us in the movie for all of you that have donated and helped us get to the point of where we are today. I truly appreciate your help and your love. Uh-oh. I just lost Harlan. <laughs> okay, I think this is just going to be one of the things that we can put into a blooper reel um with, you know, going through our Instagram pages. So, Harlan, where'd you go? Let's try to get him back on again. All right, there we go. We're going live with Harlan again. Let's see. Let's see. All
1: right. The, oh, wait. Oh, Harlan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what? For some reason it's coming in. It's like I'm on two lines for some reason. I think uh, the other one it was just showing me what I was on your line before, but I wasn't actually on. That's why the sound is coming up.
0: But we can I'm, hear I'm you.
1: One last time. I'm going to do it again. And then if not, I'll just do it this way. But one last time. I'm going to try
0: okay all right today's an experimental day oh my gosh all right guys give me some love and some funny faces because this is real life Really, this is real life and real live podcast where you just cannot make this up or even write funny stuff like this. I mean, come on, this is everybody's life. We need to laugh and that's the best medicine in the world. Laughter is truly the best medicine in the world. So we're gonna try to bring you laughter every single week. All right, he just sent me a request. Let's see if we can get him on this time. Okay, let's see. Keep our fingers crossed. Where is he? (laughs) Hi, Angie. Oh, Harlan, I'm looking at the window again.
1: (laughs) I I can hear you. It's just coming a little bit low for me, but I can hear you loud and clear. I can hear you fine.
0: Okay, perfect. All right. Do you need me to turn mine up? Can
1: everyone?
0: Yes. All right. I'll turn mine up for you. Let's see. Okay, mine's up as high as it can go.
1: Yeah, mine's up. for some reason it was just coming in lower. I'm not even sure why, but it's just coming in lower. It was coming in uh, louder before. You know
0: what? I think that's our multiple sclerosis sometimes, like messing with us, <laughs> right? And this that is why.
1: That does, that
0: does happen, yes. And you know what? This is why God gave you that incredible smile. Because when shit hits the fan, what are we going to do? We're going to smile and still we're gonna keep smile. on going
1: listen even with people that don't have multiple sclerosis they have problems too mm-hmm. you understand we we all have problems in this world whether it's multiple multiple sclerosis or something else but you still gotta smile like your life is still gonna go on. you still you know i i want to smile like you know i, I love smiling I, that's one of the things and I, I used to love smiling prior to me ever being diagnosed with ms so I didn't want that to take I didn't want MS
0: to take that away from you. That was a beautiful way to express your beautiful smile and the love that you have for yourself and that you share with all of us out in the world that follow you on Instagram. And first let me say thank you Harlan for being our guest today. I am super excited thank you to um, talk with you and to also move forward and to get your insight on a little bit of the movie. But before we get to the movie, Bobcat Moretti, you are our guest, our very special guest today because we love everything about you, the positivity, the motivational that you give us every day. You show us your workouts in therapy. You show us that one day you're really strong, the next day you're a little tired. And that is the real life of everybody in general, but living with multiple sclerosis, what you deal with, what I deal with, what all of our warriors deal with, one step for us is like, 20 to 40 steps for a normal person Person, going ahead of us and it that one step is just so hard sometimes
1: we fatigue easier you know something that seems so easy for someone else like oh i'll do this real quick you know it could be a little bit more challenging for us it it may take us you know double time to walk up the stairs or something like that you know it's more challenging but we're, we're still here you know, yes. I, I look at it this way. I have a slogan I say, slow and steady wins the race.
0: So true. And isn't there another one, the hare or something, the rabbit and the yes. hair? Yes. And you I know what? Slow
1: and steady. I could do anything and everything. I just do slow and steady.
0: And I love that about you. And yeah. I love that you share so much of your life um, with us. I want to know, um, we'll let the audience know, that you were diagnosed in March of 2008. Yes. So in 2008, there was still awareness about multiple sclerosis, but not really. I mean, you got diagnosed many years before me. How did you feel that day? Can you give us like a little Um, bit
1: of... When I first got diagnosed, like it was, so it was a couple of things before I got diagnosed. Um, The first thing that really, so first thing that happened to me is I had a little numbness in my feet. And I thought nothing of it. I'm like, ah, it's just, you know, it's a little numbness. And Mm -hmm. I lived in New York and I would shovel the driveway. So sometimes your feet would get a little numb if you're in the the, uh, snow too long, you know, you're shoveling, you're playing or something, whatever you're doing. And um, I think I was shoveling that day or something, and my feet, my, my feet, they went numb. Mm. And I was like, oh, it's nothing, you know, this happens." So I kind of shrugged it off and everything, and uh, I didn't really think much about it. But then maybe about, like, I don't know, a few weeks later, um, I remember it was in February. It was in uh, 2008, February, President's Day that weekend. And I went to bed, and I was fine. The next morning, I couldn't walk. I'm like, something's wrong. Like, healthy guy, I'm up and about, I'm around. And so that was the first thing that I was like, hey, you know what? I need to go see the doctor and find out what's going on. And to me, I was like, I went to a few different neurologists. One of them, they misdiagnosed me. The guy said it was, uh, what did he say? It was arthritis. Ah. Um. So was uh, it's arthritis. I'm like, my father has arthritis. Mm, Arthritis, you know, it's not that bad. So, um, I went to a few other doctors. I went to two other doctors, neurologists, and they diagnosed me with MS. And I said, okay, I did a lot of research at that point um, just regarding what it was. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I have a lot of these type of symptoms. And uh, just one lady actually told me about, you know, multiple sclerosis. And I was like, let me research it before I even found out I had MS. And I researched. I was like, a lot of it sounds like me, you know. And you know, as I said, you know, once I couldn't walk, I just started going to different doctors and just to make sure what was going on. And they did diagnose me with uh, MS. And the doctor I went to, you know, he's highly recommended, wasn't certified. So I felt very comfortable. I actually still see. I'm still with that. Um,
0: he's that still practice. your neurologist. That's good. Yeah. I love it when we find the right neurologist. And um, we had a question that came in asking us if it's a common thing that we get misdiagnosed. And yes, I believe almost, I, I'm just gonna throw a rapid number out there, at least 80% of us living with the disease at a 3.2 million worldwide. And that number's counting and it keeps going up every year. That other percentage, we get misdiagnosed. And that's very scary because we end up thinking we're going crazy. And I thought, I guarantee you thought, oh, my God, what did I do? Did I pull my out my back? Did I rupture a disc? Like, why are my feet not working? And then, yeah. right? I,
1: I, I, I'm, I was 28 at the time. And I'm like, you know, young, healthy. I'm all over the place. I'm working. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And just to stop walking, just like you go to bed and wake up the next morning, your leg does not obey. I must've been having a, a flare up or exacerbation, whatever it is um, that you have. And I was just unaware of it. Like I said, I didn't have any knowledge of it. Like I knew, all right, multiple sclerosis, but I didn't know the effects of it. I didn't know what it could actually do. And, um, you know, it's not until I got educated with it and, you know, seeing different doctors, going to different therapies and, you know, even when I go to like a therapy, I always try to take a little bits of information, always for mm-hmm. myself. Like, I, I kind of use the, um, my videos. Yeah. One, one time, one of my therapists said, she said, you know, that's kind of like your video diaries, where you can always go back to them if you want to do some sort of exercise for myself. And sometimes, we're not going to remember every single thing that we do. But if we have it, you know, whether it's on paper or video, I could always go back a year from now, two years, and say, but you know what? I haven't done this in a while. Let me try to do this. I bit love
0: bit. that. I lo- you know what? That is awesome. You're making a video diary of your life through your therapy and every day. And you're right. You can go back. But the best part of that is I've seen you improve from when we first met to where you are now.
1: Thank, thank you so much. And... I, I really appreciate that. I, I hear that from my family, my friends and others. And you I, I keep going like now so I have an older brother. My oldest brother, since we were younger, he's always been like I would say a gym nut. Always in the gym. He's the guy's fifty years old. He's ripped, cut up, like and I see what he means. He always used to go to the gym. He's like, I just gotta go to the gym, I gotta go to the gym. And I see what he means, like now I go to the gym, I just wanna go to the gym. Even if sometimes I can't get to the gym, I try to do something at home, do some push-ups, mm-hmm. instead of, and it's just, you kind of want to keep moving, keep your body moving, and that's one of the things I try to preach is that, and I saw a slogan before, it said, um, a body in motion stays in motion, and I do believe in that.
0: I love that. Can you say that one more time?
1: A body in motion stays in motion. Thank you. Know, you. If you stay home all day and... You lay in bed. And listen, we have those days where if you're tired and you need that rest, take it. Exactly. Push your body and listen to a certain point. But just, all right, so it's funny because the way I look at certain things for myself is that I want to keep doing things like me going to the gym, me working out at therapy and everything like that. I want to do it because we all know MS is a progressive disease, right? So, God forbid if you can't walk. If you can't work out, you can't, I don't want to go ahead and say to myself, man, I wish I, I took an extra step, you know, I wish I could walk around the block or I wish, you know, I could go ahead and work out and do something. I'd rather do it now than say, I wish, you know, and at least if I ever get to that point, I say, Hey, listen, you know what I was doing everything I can. I was taking those walks. I can remember the walks that I take, you know, we go out and we're walking. I'll take a rest. I have my walker. I'll take a seat.
0: But I'm out. You're out. Yeah, and you're nice doing stuff. it. And that's amazing. And that's why your page is growing. And that's why we all, all of your brothers and sisters that have multiple sclerosis, we all love you. You are absolutely embracing the disease, but you're moving forward with the positive moments. But we all, even when we're all trying to be really positive, we do have the moments that we crash. And we do need to care for ourselves, like you mentioned, and we have to take it a little bit slower, but still moving our body is very, very important. No matter if, I mean, a lot of us get to stage three. I was originally relapsing remitting. By the time I got diagnosed, two years after, I became secondary progressive multiple sclerosis. I was really losing my speech. I was getting, my legs were always getting paralyzed. My eye was always going, like losing my vision. My speech was constantly messed up. And my whole right side of my face was collapsing like I was having a stroke. Well, the disease was progressing and it was getting worse. And then I had to go to therapy and relearn simple things.
1: It's, but you know, it's worth it though. It, it's definitely worth it if you can get to a therapy. And I, I say that to people because one of the things for me is at least if I know if I get to a therapy, I know I worked out. I did something. I go to the gym. I try to work, I keep my body moving. And I also do things on the side as well. Like I'm out on the weekends with my family and friends and we're going to different places. So, you know, even if I'm not at the gym, I'm still, one of my therapists said that to me. They said, you know, I saw your Instagram page and said, Even though you're not at the gym or therapy on the weekends, you're out. Mm -hmm. You're walking around, you're keeping active, you're busy. It's like you're out. So you're constantly out. And that's one thing I try to do, just keep busy. And if I do need like a day or something with any of us, I'll take a day I will rest. I don't mind being in bed, watching good TV, and (laughs) taking it easy for the day.
0: I don't mind that. Very true. So let's talk about one of the other very important things about living with multiple sclerosis and anybody in the world. Period. Let's talk about diet. Before you got diagnosed, were you a pretty healthy guy, or did you sneak and get all the no, good, bad I, I wasn't stuff?
1: Healthy, no, no. So back, you know, before I ever started working out, like way back in the days, I would say my max was two hundred and seventy pounds. And it's funny because I just found a picture recently of me um, at my max. I may post it up, um, but I you should. I started to lose weight and I would say probably by the time I was diagnosed with MS, I was probably probably like 250, 255. And I decided to go ahead and started making a change, like probably about 250. And I decided to make a change at that point, started cutting out a lot of things like I remember I spoke to one of my therapists uh, when I first got diagnosed. The first, uh, second therapy place I went to, um, one of the therapists said, he "said you know, don't drink soda." Yeah. Like sodas, it's no good for you. He said something to me to the point where it helps mix it, it. sort of makes it the uh, makes the plaque stick to your brain or something. That's and I said really. So at that point I just quit soda. So I don't drink soda. You know, it's uh, very like rep. Like I can't tell you the last time I had soda. It's very, very rare I would have a soda. But I quit soda, and soda—you lose a lot of weight from soda.
0: I know. A lot of sugar and
1: things like that. So um, I quit soda, and I was working out, and I worked out. I found a really good physical therapy place, and I went from being on a chain at that point in time when I first was diagnosed and everything, to uh,
0: by the time I left that therapy, I was running. That's amazing.
1: nothing. I was running and everything like that. So that was uh, that was amazing. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, just just for me. Yes. Um, So just to keep working out and just I I try to keep going forward.
0: I have a question to ask you because um, one of our interns just said um, about vitamin D. So I live in California and I get sunshine all the time. Um, You were in New York. When you got diagnosed and you were having symptoms, you have moved from New York to where you are today. Do you believe that is also contributing to how fast your progression has been and being able to move forward with how strong you're getting and being in the sun more and working out?
1: You know, it's, 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 um, you know. It's funny that you mentioned that. Someone actually said that to me. They said some. It affects everyone differently. Because sometimes extreme heat is no good for people with
0: MS. Oh, Um, not for me. I always have my cooling vest on or a fan. I've got a fan blowing on me right now.
1: (laughs) See, in Florida, well, I had to quickly adapt, and I'm still learning because I have not been here for the summer of Florida. Everyone's like, "Oh, wait till it gets really hot out here. Ninety-five is going to be." So, um, you know what? Florida. One thing I like about Florida, um, you're more, I'm more active here because the weather permitting, I, I go out and go for walks over here, whereas in New York, I would go for a walk, but not as much because I would go either to the gym or go work out or therapy, but New York, you gotta remember, you got snow, so you got to be careful you don't fall, you don't get black ice or anything like that. Things like that happen in New York. You're walking around, the, I have my walker so i wouldn't go for walks as much in new york i would rather do things indoor over here in florida i'm able to go for a daily walk in the morning um before the sun's like really or like 10 o'clock because by 10 o'clock it's like it's burning up out
0: here um and the humidity the humidity makes multiple sclerosis worse as well and that is very difficult so all of these things that everybody that live with the disease and have someone in their home that has a disease and understands it gets it but someone just meeting us and just looking at you like you are today you look 100 percent completely normal and i do too but then we have all these phantom things in our brain shutting us down and moving all of this stuff around
1: and another thing that contributes for me over here in Florida, so one thing I was missing, and um, this was said to me, somebody very close to me, I was missing a lot of love. Aww. So, not saying I wasn't getting love, I'm always getting love, but all of my family is here in Florida. My parents, my brothers, my nephews, my nieces, I have a lot of aunts, uncles, cousins that all here. I have family in New York, too, but... My immediate family, they're all here. You know? mm-hmm. So, And they've been here for like the past 15 years or so. So I've, I've been uh, in New York my whole life. So this was definitely a great change. And just like coming out here, I'm out all the time, even more now with my brothers and everything. They're like, hey, let's go here. We're going to go to Miami. Or we're going to go here to Fort Lauderdale or the Hardware Cafe. So, oh my
0: gosh. So you're totally loving love the move. Love,
1: love, love is a big factor for people.
0: It yeah, truly is.
1: I think love is a key thing cuz people feel it. You know, it's like somebody that has any any sickness, if you're getting that love, you you want to get yourself better. You want to do better. You know, people are rooting you on and cheering you on.
0: I love that. Thank you so much for bringing that up because being loved and receiving love and giving love back is a very powerful tool, just like positivity humanity, love, giving, getting, and, you know, receiving and just like getting it out into the world. That is a huge thing that everyone needs. And in the last year and a half, let me ask you, I mean, you were in New York when we first met and we were both going through COVID like everybody else in the world. And there was a lot of scared moments. And today there are a lot of scared moments that people are still going through. But now that the sun is shining through those massive dark clouds of COVID, we are still moving forward and we're now receiving that love from complete strangers again. When we were like, you know, acting like it's a vampire coming at us, right? And it's scary. So a lot of us with, Underlined autoimmune or actual autoimmune diseases, and depression, and anxiety. Twenty twenty and twenty twenty one has been very difficult on the world. You're
1: right. You know what? Thinking about you, absolutely right. Because there were a lot of people that were dealing with that and couldn't get the help that they needed, because everything was shut down. You know, all the places was closed. You know, we got to virtual now, which is great but people some people actually needed that in help that you know, they really did like that, so, that um, really I'm also glad that we have this community here we,
0: we have a great be... community right
1: yeah. this the community is awesome I, I think we got the best
0: community we, I do. we best community. I'm gonna do i am going to i just ha- let's just let's just give us give us a great big shout put your hands up in the air yay for the ms community and that sounds like what <laughs> But, we stick together.
1: Yeah. Oh yes, definitely. I'm so happy that I've gotten so many people in this community. It's like, you know, to be able to speak to the people and they can relate to you,
0: that's the best thing. Mm -hmm. Because people say, oh, you got MS, well, just do this or just do that. You can't. They can't relate to you. They can't tell you, you know,
1: well, they know how you feel inside, well, I feel tired, I, I can't do this. Maybe my arm feels weak, my leg feels weak, you know, have dropped or something. People don't understand that, but when you're able to relate to other people, you feel, I feel good reading messages and things. I'm like, oh yeah, I feel like this too, yeah, uh-huh, I Exactly. Yeah. that, okay. So,
0: exactly, and, and I gotta say, all right, so I'm giving props to Instagram right now because Facebook and Instagram making this tool that we are actually talking right now. I'm in California, you're in Florida, and we've got all the warriors watching this live podcast right now, learning about your life, how you went from here to here to here, how we all have in the last year and a half, almost two years. This communication has saved so many of us. So thank you, Instagram.
1: Yes, thank you. You know, one of the things that keep me going is like definitely reading the messages on there. You know, I see sometimes uh, I've read messages with people like, you know what, you're the reason I'm gonna go ahead and work out today. That touches me so much. I'm like, wow, because just in order to touch just one person is a lot. Yeah, and like you said, we have a platform where we can reach the world. We can. So it's, it's so great that we have that here. I, I love reading the messages or comments and everything. I try to reply to every person.
0: Yes, and knowing that, you can say, let's meet at this time my location and this time your location, and let's check up on each other because I have so many friends that I use this instead of my actual telephone.
1: You, you know what and I've checked up on other uh my other MS warriors. Um I'll go ahead and give them a quick, you know, a quick DM. Hey, hope everything is all well, everything's going good. And they're like everything is fine, you know, just been a little busy. Mm-hmm. And they do the same for me. I've had people check up on me, they didn't see me post or haven't seen me like, Hey, just checking up on you, um making sure everything's okay. I'm like, Wow. Like, you know, these are people in other countries. Yes. And I'm like, Wow, you know, you're checking up on me, so I love that, you know, and I do the
0: same as well. Yeah, it, that's a be, it's a beautiful gift. And I also have to say that we filmed Bobcat Moretti in the middle of COVID. Yes. The cast and crew in the middle, it like masks on everything unless you are like in the middle of the, the scene they the entire thing and it shut we're showing clips now on the instagram page about everyone wearing the masks but so many things are shut down but our director rob and tim our lead role tim roberto who also was the writer of this movie and his mother paulette lives with multiple sclerosis. So this movie is a tribute to her life and his life of moving forward and bringing the boxing into it, like working out and never giving up. And so this is is the first real movie ever written about multiple sclerosis in this platform and this thing. And I have to just say, One, I'm honored you're here as our guest today, telling everyone what you have been through. Um, And I'm honored to be a part of this team. And Jess, I love you to death. And I love Rob and Tim and all of our interns. Love you all. Um, It it, it has just been an amazing family that we're building there to bring this movie to the world and it's just incredible. So, let me ask you this. Now, when you watch the clip on the Instagram and you've seen some clips that I post that are a little bit different on my Instagram, how do you feel seeing that?
1: I I feel it's an inspiring movie. You know, one thing I like at the end, where I guess uh, Rob, yeah. where the guy actually lost 60 pounds and they showed that to, I was like wow I, I actually had to bring it back I was like hold on because it, it was so <laughs>
0: subtle I, so like, it was Tim the, before filming like right at the beginning of filming and where he was in the middle and wait till you see him
1: yeah and when he, the movie's he done he's inspiring he is inspiring and you know what? I'm people you know when I see people that are working out and they're you know, doesn't matter if you have MS or not, but you're working out and you're trying to take care of yourself to live a better life. I I am so happy to see that because that inspires me. I see people do their cooking meals, I see people doing different workouts, and I'm inspired by that. So when I saw that, that movie, the Trail, I was like, I can't wait till I see it
0: can Like, it, it left me wanting a little bit more. I'm
1: not gonna lie, right? Was like, yeah, well, it was, it was a nice, it, it was a
0: teaser. I was like, <laughs> a more now. I was like, um, uh-huh. I'm Why isn't the movie finished? Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I can't wait. I can't wait to you guys uh, finish up. Project. Yes, it's amazing. Tim, um, hi, Jess. Thank you. Uh, so Tim has actually lost 110 pounds to date. Let's see. And and we start filming in July for the last yes. part of the movie, and then we're off to the back, off to the racing field of all of the film festivals and all of the excitement of the movie. And twenty twenty two, the movie will be yeah. released. Yes.
1: Yeah, so you have a busy year this year. You guys are very busy.
0: Everybody's really busy. Tim's busy. The whole casting crew is super busy. Everyone working behind the scenes, in front of the camera, on the side. We have all been super busy, but I have got to say, this screenplay and this movie for all of multiple sclerosis people in the world is truly a gift come true because we really need them to see what how this movie has been portrayed, and I'm starting to cry right now because I actually know the entire movie. You're, you're, um,
1: you're, you're very, I understand.
0: And I can't tell ya, um, but...
1: I, 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 you know what, I, I want to wait for the movie.
0: Uh, yeah, I the movie. absolutely. i
1: like, suspense already, like, to see it. Yeah. If we more, so... Well, I if, wait. Like, I don't want to see any more trailers until I see the whole
0: movie. Actually, I don't think we're, we are not releasing any new trailers, so you're just gonna have to yes. pay attention to the Instagram page. Yes, and yes. everyone we have coming on for interviews and what we're posting about all of our actors and actresses and even the cast and crew who they are what do they do we want you to really become a part of the bobcat family and be a part of this multiple sclerosis world and the world of immunity immune systems the world of chaos the world of everything because this isn't only MS. This movie literally is going to hit home for the entire world, no matter what language you speak. Maybe, yeah, I can't
1: wait to see the movie. Yeah. So, I, you know, I can't wait. Please, please, please. I can't wait till you guys finish up. We might,
0: we might give you a little insight of when we're gonna release the date. Maybe I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I'm gonna that. have to leave that up yeah, to the. There. I'm gonna to have to leave it up to the big bosses, cause I I don't know that one.
1: <laughs> but but it's good, cause you know what, multiple multiple sclerosis now is so big, like you know whether you know people that don't have it, you may know someone that does have you know a family or friends, someone that you know now people will starting to understand it, like you know okay, I understand a little bit about multiple sclerosis. Only thing is, I just don't like when people start to compare the two, like. Well, my friend has the multiple sclerosis and they could do this, so, you know, now people are getting a little bit more
0: educated. Thank you for saying that because, okay, so let's explain the, the snowflake to everybody and your version and mine. So, okay, I was living with the disease for over 20 years and constantly misdiagnosed and told I was a stressed out mother or you need some Xanax and Prozac and this and this and this and this, and this right? And I knew something was wrong. And it wasn't until I woke up completely paralyzed that the doctor started to listen. Then I said to my neurologist, once I finally got diagnosed, and I'm looking at my brain MRI and she's going through and showing me all the lesions in my brain. And I'm like, does this happen to every patient? She goes, no, we call it the snowflake. Because every hole in my brain may not match the holes in your brain. Right? Or Swiss cheese. No matter what kind of Swiss cheese you get, you're not going to get the same hole in the same spot. So we can't compare each of us to anybody because we're all warriors and living with a disease that is actually attacking our brain and central nervous system that's killing us and, and eating away at that brain. But the best part is you're not letting it take you down. I'm not letting it take me down. And when we do fall, we get back up.
1: Yeah. You, you know what? I like to see people out there. Like, um, sometimes I'm flying back and forth. And the other, uh, probably about a month ago, um, I was flying in and out of New York. And I saw a lady and she had, I don't know if she had MS or anything like that, but she had a walker. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're both on the elevator. And I said, I'd like to see that. And she said, What's that? i said, I'd like to see us out here. Whether it's a cane, it's a walker, wheelchair, electric scooter, whatever it is, I like to see us out here. And you know what? We they label us as disabled. Um, that's what they label us as. True. And I don't like to really use I. I don't like to say I'm disabled. You know, because I I'm still able to do a lot of things. You know, disabled. You know, if you can't do anything. So I would love to see when we're out here, that the movies at the park because you're still enjoying life. Exactly. You know you're not letting that control you and say, hey, listen, I'm confined to my four walls in this house, and that's it. Come outside. You know, you're not alone. You're going to meet other people. And I meet a ton of people. Mm-hmm. You know, I meet
0: a ton of people. And I know you probably go up to everybody and say, hi, I'm Harlan. I, I <laughs> what do- <laughs> are you doing?
1: <laughs> right? I'm in the gym. I, I meet new people. Hey, I'm Harlan. How you doing? I, that's, that's, that's
0: me, that's what I do in my life. <laughs> and I love that about you, and I love that about every warrior I have encountered, whether we're having a difficult day and we share the, the trauma and the things that we have gone through, or we're sharing the positivity and the moving forward in the light that we're living in at the moment. But it's not just MS, it's the actual human being of every person in the world. We all have these roller coaster rides, mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah, it's how you view it is how yes. you're gonna receive what comes back.
1: Yes, your point, your point of view—that's that's really what it is—is is your point of view. Everyone, to me, have, all right. So there's a few things I thought about with MS because a lot of people go through it with MS, and I, just, I would have to say the first thing is is denial you first get a mask a lot of people deny that they have a mask like i went through and you know you feel like no it can't be me i'm, I'm fine I'm, I'm healthy i'm young and you go through you go through that. and then the next thing is is acceptance you accept that you have a mask right so after you accept it i
0: believe the third step is to own it thank you once you
1: own it you know it doesn't own you you own it thank you, you. You understand? So that's that's how I feel. Like, I own it. It's not going to dictate my life. I'm going to dictate it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to still do what I can and everything, all within reason. So I, I do believe in that. And uh, That
0: is absolutely beautiful, Harlan, that you said that. Because that is so true. We own our disease. It does not own us. It is a part of us, but we... we try to control as much as we possibly can and then there are moments that we lose the battle but with our community and the love and the support of every other warrior out there and the love and support of people that don't even have MS that follow us they they pick us back up and keep us moving and that's just incredible and I that this is what the entire world needs is yes,
1: they, they, they need to some- you know, it's like, our, our body is the building. They just they're just leasing. They're renting. You know, MS is renting. We we still own the building. We own our bodies.
0: So, that was a good one too. You're on fire today. MS is renting in my body. It? Yes,
1: it's renting. I kind
0: of want to say you're past due on all your payments. Get the heck out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> little by little, keep digging.
0: But, you know, I think that literally little by little what you just said, you train all the time. You are always smiling all the time. You're outside. You're enjoying your life. You changed your diet. You are constantly rebuilding and re-navigating your brain that you've gotten to the point that even though we have all those lesions and that part of our brain is no longer working, we've re-navigated that our GPS and retrained the part of the brains that wasn't, was there, but we were never using. And that is a key thing with this disease that a lot of people do not understand that we have to retrain our brain to keep moving forward. Right?
1: You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. We have to retrain our brain to move forward. You know, that's, you're absolutely right. That's what we have to do. I think sometimes, but that's the problem too, where some people, they're stuck in their way and they don't want to retrain their brain. They don't want to retrain their brain to do certain things. So, you know, that's why I want people to understand that it's not easy for us. No, it's not. I know some people say, oh, he's doing his work in the gym. And as you said to me before, you see the progress that i yes. made. But when you go back to the, to the videos and everything, I, I thought about it myself. Mm-hmm. I think it's almost, this November will make it almost two years I started out my page. And I remember when I first started out the page and what I would to do with it. And I'm so happy where I'm at with it, where I've reached so many people. And I'm, listen, I'm collecting information from people. I'm giving information. You know, it's a big community. So when I think about it, I'm like, wow. Like, I just spoke to my brother about this. I said has been about, like, at least two years I've been working out, going to the gym, just keep going, keep going, taking my time in, I thought about it, I said, you know, there was a point where I would need my walker in order to just hold myself up. Mm-hmm. And I'm past, I'm like, okay, I'm taking steps of my own, I'm holding myself up, I'm doing things. So, yes, like I said, it, it's a video diary kind of thing.
0: Someone and it's amazing. Just,
1: you're right, it's a video diary.
0: It's a beautiful video diary. It's your documentary. It is your yes. living, breathing, alive Beautiful expression of how ha- when you started to go back to that very first day and to where you are today, you have created your own documentary of Harlan living that with multiple nice. sclerosis. I would actually try to get someone to put that all in one big clip. That's true, oh, I didn't mm-hmm. think about that. yeah. Yep. Become a director yourself.
1: I, I didn't even think of, You
0: got all you know, the I'm,
1: footage. I'm, I'm new to all like the video and the editing and all that stuff. So like, I do all my stuff myself. So I'm like, all right, let me... I, it's funny because I have my nephews. And, you know, kids are very tech savvy. You're like, oh, no, you can do this. You can do that. <laughs> actually help me
0: out with a little bit of uh some editing and stuff like that i but, think uh, you could uh, probably say here's my instagram and they will know how to take your videos and turn them into an actual documentary
1: yes I, i'm gonna let my i'm gonna let them play around because now everything is like app based so you can do so much from either you know, your phone your computers and you. If you have an editor or something like that, yes, but a lot of things you can do on your own, Yeah, switch.
0: Splice is it's my favorite. I, I work with Splice. You just put this stuff in, you can shrink things down, stretch it out, add some music, do some wording, and it's helping your brain actually use other functions that when you're in the middle of a flare and maybe your hand is not working and it's completely numb or your eyesight is going and you can't see, Working on these little projects are actually retraining the navigation system to stop attacking you at that time because now you're forcing it to think, oh, I got to focus over here, right? That's true. So when we really look at something and we really look at the disease and how it attacks us, we got to think the complete opposite, Yes, to yeah. do something different, to retrain, and that's what Bobcat Moretti is all about. You know, he they he suffered that. a lot. He's going through stuff. He walks into a gym, and he says, "It's just so peaceful in here," which is a key moment in the in the clip. And Vivica Fox says, "Because we take it out in the ring, and they box." So, he's dealing with the pain. He's dealing with not being able to live his life with being overweight. And he sees that these people are in the boxing ring. He's never boxed in his life before. But he wants to get in there and start boxing. Well, guess what? He starts boxing from the movie Bobcat Moretti. In the ring with Bobcat Moretti, right? Boxing is full brain function. Really? Well, when you think about it, it's not just pull up. It is left, right, down, yeah. bobbling. back, yes. bobbling, you know, you're like in the That's ring. It's a lot of coordination, and it's exhausting, and yes. every little move we make, a normal boxer can box for four hours. We box for one, and it takes us four days to recover. But it's retraining the entire brain, and i got to tell you, the two years that I was boxing constantly, I was at my best. Wow.
1: hmm Boxing is, bo- you know what, there's something in boxing maybe. It's, you know
0: boxing. why? It is this. And I can't wait to do this because you know I love my gloves, everybody. Everybody needs some gloves. Okay, so you know when you're a little kid and you're like, and then and the doctor says, okay, touch your nose. Yes. Touch this. Boxing. This. One, two. Like if you're like this, oh okay, I'm getting I'm exhausted. But if you're like boom, boom, and like down and boom, boom, right? it is exhausting motion going back and
1: forth
0: yeah so what is the best thing about this movie one it's a boxing movie two it's a triumph over life three it's inspirational it is this movie has it all and i I seriously but everyone's got to follow this page, so please help get everybody to Bobcat, Moretti, Page. You keep. I want to. I want to see you boxing. I want you to go out and get some gloves, and I want to see you boxing soon. Look at that smile. I love that smile. Oh my god, you are amazing. So tell me, what was the most difficult thing this past year that you had to deal with?
1: I would say moving
0: here. Mm. Packing everything up from New York to Florida. Yeah,
1: you know what? Not even moving, but because um, I'm back and forth, but I have a son. So mm. that's the only thing I'm missing the most is my son. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, but I'm back. Good.
0: good, 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 good. I'm glad. That will be really yeah, good. So that,
1: that's probably, like I said, all my family is here. Um, so, you know, I, I would say that's probably the biggest thing. That's when I was still in New York for a long time, but yeah, my son. Yeah.
0: I love, yeah, yeah that's tough. It's tough when we don't have our loved ones with us, but it's, the fact that he's coming to see you and you get time with him, that's amazing.
1: Yes. He was here not too long ago and I had him here for, uh, for the holidays and everything, mm-hmm. so back and forth, but yeah, that's tough. Wow. That's another thing that keeps me going is that, you know what, I have a son and, So prior to that, I always look at it this way. I don't want my son to see that his dad is down. His dad gave up, his dad quit. That's one of my biggest things. So when he sees me, he's like, man, dad, you did a lot. We were out, we were here in the park, we are doing this, we are doing that. And he sees, maybe he doesn't understand yet because he's still young, but probably when he gets older, he's like, wow, my dad was everywhere with me. You know, it didn't stop. You know, even though he has MS, he didn't allow that to stop me. He still went to the parks with me. He still, you know, took me out. He still had to move me. So I think that's one of the biggest things. Because like I said, it's easy to sit home and just, you know, we kind we go through it. You know, you could go through it. It's, it's, it's MS. So, but I just never wanted him to say like, you know, my dad quit. Because I don't want him to be a quitter. Because I'm not a quitter. So I'm like, I'm gonna keep going in. I want him to see that. So like I said, if he doesn't understand right now, maybe he understands in the future.
0: And you know what and what you're doing and thank you for sharing that with us because we all have that that heartache that we have to face and you're facing it and you're proving it. And he's going to go look be able to look back because now I know you're going to turn your entire Instagram into a digital feature movie of your life from being diagnosed to where you are today And you are a huge inspiration to all of us warriors in the world, around the world. You truly are, Harlan. And what you have done and you sharing your workouts and you sharing everything and you just shared that very personal story with us about missing your son. And that can also trigger a flare that can trigger another shutdown of the disease when we're sad and we're depressed or we're missing something that is very valuable in our lives. So I thank you very much for being so raw and open about that and for sharing your love every day. And your son is going to look at you and he, you're going to be his superhero because you're our Dang. hero. You Dang. you yeah, are the like hero. Said,
1: I'm going to stay in a couple of weeks and he'll be here in Florida with me. So. I love that. You know, I, I'm thankful. I, like I said, I try to be thankful for everything I have and, you know, I'm still out, but I'm Going out places, I'm, I have a son, you know, so I'm thankful for the things in life. You know, I don't look at the negatives. Like, see, I look at it this way. You know, if you constantly uh, look at the negatives, the negatives is going to outweigh the good. So I'm going to try to focus on always positive things in my life. Because you think about negative things, it, it always just weighs you down. So, I so true. I always be positive because that's what I like. I like being positive. I like being happy. I like smiling. Um. That's, that's me. I, I was like that.
0: Before the rest of the yeah. And I'm glad that the disease did not take that away from you.
1: Yes, that's
0: exactly. Thank you for sharing that as well, that you have always been that happy person. And that is a part of the disease that is very destructive of the depression and the pain and the anxiety and the fear. That is a real thing, living with multiple sclerosis, that we have to battle every day. We have to choose to be happy. When other people's serotonin is working well, and we don't make serotonin any longer, because serotonin is the fuel to the disease eating our brain even further. So it just sucks it up and makes us completely depressed, anxiety fear, pain, moving forward. So the fact that you just said you were happy before and you choose to be happy now yes. is the best medicine. Thank you.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. That, that's, how, that's how I look at it. Is, like I said, it's renting, it's leasing, it doesn't own. So if you are a happy person before.
0: You can be a happy person now. Yeah. Stay
1: stay a happy person. Find out what makes you happy again. Whether it's sewing, is knitting, is you know, cooking, Mm -hmm. is you know what? Find a, a way to do it that makes you happy.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And when you bring that back into your life, your life changes. When you focus on the things that you want in life, whether it's an object or it's an emotion or it's a something you want to accomplish and that makes you happy the doors start to open so positivity is true and mindset is true so with us we are constantly 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 keeping up with moving forward and being happy yeah.
1: nobody wants to approach someone that's sad it's them you know so if you're happy and you're smiling you're more approachable. People, approach it. people are like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. You know, if you're sad, you're down. People like, hey, you have problems. Guess what? I have my own problems too. You know, I may not want the extra added problems onto it at this time. But happy people, you know, they're friendlier. They're happier. <laughs> they're nicer. So I'm a happy person. I don't know because I'm tall or I'm just happy person. But uh,
0: yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't think it's because you're tall. I think you're just yeah. a happy person I because, think, because I, you're you. Might be the air or
1: something. I'm <laughs> sorry. Might be the air. <laughs> that
0: is really tall. Oh, my God. I'm, like, I'm going to be a midget next to you when I finally get to, like, meet you in person. I'm going to be, like, down here, and you're, like, way up here.
1: <laughs> I, I, well, oh. I, I, it's, it's harder to find clothes, you know. That's the only problem with
0: being 6'4". The pa- best part is you're living in Florida now. You just need shorts.
1: I, I'm learning that very quick. it's Shorts and T-shirts. You'll see a lot of times I have a T-shirt on. Over here is, like, T-shirt weather, and it's not even the summer yet. Oh, my goodness. Yeah.
0: Harlan, you're amazing. Your spirit is amazing. Thank you. And everybody who joined in today, thank you so much for joining us and for listening to this incredible interview with Harlan. And please go follow him on his Instagram, because even if you don't have multiple sclerosis – Carlin is going to change your mind about the way you look at life because he is absolutely, and his Instagram is at motivational underscore strengths. Yes. Thank yes.
1: You so Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Thank you, you so much. You and are really so, 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 so welcome. When the film comes out, I'm going to be watching, see if anything else comes out, any trailers, but yes please keep us all
0: posted we will we absolutely will so everyone please remember to go to the bobcat Moretti page please follow please put it on your story and get people to come over and follow us here and listen to all these amazing interviews that we have coming up and also read about what we have been posting and moving forward about every person involved with this Project Bobcat Moretti. And also, you can go to the link right there in the bio of GoFundMe. So it is please donate and at the GoFundMe campaign, knock out MS and obesity with Bobcat Moretti. The portions of the proceeds are going to be given to a special donation that we have not announced yet, but we will soon. And I cannot thank you all enough for. Being your own champions of your life. And Harlan, you are a true champion of your life. And I am completely honored for having you. I am Marie Deshaies, multiple sclerosis warrior, um, executive producer here at Bobcat Moretti. And you can also follow me if you have just joined in at Bobcat Moretti and you don't know who I am. Follow me over on my Instagram at Domree Healthy and Fit, and follow every person in the world that you move and inspire, and share their page because the world needs more of Harland, and the world needs more of bringing reality to life, and that is what Bobcat Moretti is doing for us. So be a Bobcat. Start hashtagging on your stories for us. Hashtag be a Bobcat. Yes, yes. Thank you so much, Don Marie. Thank
1: you. It was a pleasure. Thank
0: Thank you. you Thank you, Harlan. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Every Wednesday from now on, we are doing the live interviews right here at Bobcat Moretti. Watch our Instagrams. Share our posts. Move forward and just show the love, and we will give you the love right back. So thank you for joining us. Remember, get in the ring with Bobcat and Ready every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and go from there. So hashtag, be a Bobcat, and now you are officially a Bobcat, Harlan.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Appreciate
0: it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Have a fabulous evening. Much love so thank from. You. Enjoy. <laughs> thank you. you take care. I will. Thank you so much. Goodbye, everybody. See you next Wednesday.